we need to get together and let our voices be heard. This is Buffalo What's Next. I'm Jay Moran. I'm Bridget Jaipal Valenza. And I'm Thomas O'Neill White. After May 14th, how can we afford not to talk about race? About education, about segregation, about humanity. Since the dawn of this nation, racial violence has existed. The way we have designed our society has a big hand in what occurred in that Topps market. In the suburban area everywhere, we must work and teach our children. We need to make sure that we put more funding in our programs that help prevent gun violence and more money into art. We're going to have some real healing. We've got to have space to tell some uncomfortable truths. Good morning and welcome to Buffalo What's Next. I am Lorenzo Rodriguez, producer and host today for the, for today's show. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get into something that I, as a, as a techie, I, I'm, I'm super intrigued about where, where we're going to go with this conversation today. Uh, I have Miss Christine Carr Pharmacy. She is the executive director of Mission Ignite. And Mission Ignite, for, for those unaware, is a, is a, is a non-for-profit organization in the area that their, their big mission is to spark learning, unlock potential among high-need populations, and, and, and they're here to serve them to hopefully narrow that digital divide. Uh, we have, we have an a ever-growing population of, of seniors and adults that never grew up with, with a computer or, or a digital phone in their hands, and, and uh, this group is not only helping them put a laptop or computer in their hands, but also teaching them how to use it, and, and hopefully also... Uh, getting connected to the, uh, can we still call it the World Wide Web? Good morning, Lorenzo. <laughs> Hello, Christine. How are you? I am I am well, thank you. And uh, it's a bright and sunny day. Uh, so I am thrilled to be here. Thank yes, you. It's a beautiful day out in Buffalo today. Uh, I appreciate you coming down to our studios and, and, and having this conversation today. Uh, you're doing some great things, as I mentioned, with the uh, with the Western New York population, uh, primarily those that, that are somewhat computer illiterate, uh, children, adults, teens, everywhere in between. Uh, you are helping them hopefully get acclimated to the digital frontier and, uh, and eventually we'll get into it, but, uh, getting connected online. Mm-hmm. I said World Wide web. I think it's still, it's still WWW. So it is. It is. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've told another guest the other day that, uh, I found out some time ago that I'm a, I'm a geriatric millennial. There I you go. Fall under that that group, which embrace it. Very, <laughs> not a very flattering name for for our age group, but uh, apparently the big thing is that we're the millennial group that the oldest millennial group that still knows a world without computers. And I remember I remember my first computer getting it on a on a on a Christmas day a, a Hewlett Packard computer and and I went I was to the moon and beyond. But um, you're working with uh, groups of people that don't have that that luxury just yet uh, you're helping make that real, uh, reality so uh, yes and uh, how we started uh, we started as computers for children incorporated back in 1997 and the the scope was our, our mission was to help um, populate the schools with computers because back in 1997 when the agency was first developing it was there were no computers in schools and few in homes and that really was the impetus behind the mission was how do we get to young people and in schools and help them uh, and then over the years we you know, we we quickly could see that we had a lot of high schoolers that wanted to 
come in and learn about how do we recondition these computers and, and put them into into the community. And so that really um, started the, the programming with not only the digital software, but what we did was is bring in corporate computers. We rehab them, You're and we invest from from older, right? Not, not no longer in use computers to getting them to at least up to speed of the times. Correct, and that and that's where our corporate partners are, are super important to this formula is that they know when they're, you know, they're they're having a refresh, and so that is a um, you know it's something that we look forward to. And as laptops become more and more available in that space. That helps us fit it to our programs. So it's, uh, you know, as we've, in, in around 2018, we decided, just pre- previous to that, we decided that, you know, Computers for Children was a little myopic and that mm-hmm. folks thought that's all we do is co- computers to children. And we had ebbed into what is now known as STEM, science, technology, engineering, math, because we could see robotics was coming into play, um, some basic coding, uh, simple simple um, steps that would take young people along the pathways that they can see themselves in the education and then eventually the career paths. And um, and through this process, I mean, it, it's been 27 years of, of discovery because, you know, as the big old CTR monitors yeah. went away and, you know. The, the, com- the computing world has changed drastically. It changes by minutes it now, d- it feels like. It does. And uh, so I'm, I'm appreciative of those people who are, are part of a generation when we didn't text. <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, there, there, there's... Um, there's a gamut of folks, mm-hmm. and so as we've have we've moved along this um, timeline, you know, the the there's a misnomer in in that, um, you know, our programs um, really do serve young people because we were coming alongside of schools, and then we widened our scope with STEM, and then eventually we're you know we've we're coming alongside of our nonprofit partners our faith-based a- agencies and uh, working along with government municipalities and uh, the government um, state to understand what happened during covid and and that really put a spotlight on our work and uh, mm-hmm. the fact that not only is there you know, a generation of young people that are growing up that don't have an understanding of software and hardware, but there is the generation that is sort of left behind as technology has gone so fast. You, uh, you think about it constantly. I, I, at least I do. When you park somewhere, mm-hmm. you no longer we're no we're no longer carrying hard cash on our mm-hmm. in our in our pocketbooks and, and purses. It's now. It's it's all digital. It's all ATM. Mm-hmm. It's all an app. Mm-hmm. And I I look no further than to my eighty year old parents and how they get around. I, I every once in a while I'll get a phone call and play amateur IT support and 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 help them walk them through some some computer things because it's 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 a daunting world. It's daunting for me. And like I said before, I consider myself somewhat technologically savvy. I can only imagine how it is for someone who has never booted up a computer or or, or gone down, uh, open up a taskbar, or right. or then let's not even get into the whole PC Mac uh, right. duality because that's another whole operating systems. I don't even know Linux. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> We're not touching that one. But so you you know you you're 
spot on when you say that you know there, there's it, it's very um, long suffering when it when you're working with folks that um, are new adopters. Uh, the, for every technology piece that's out there, it works a little differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finding out what just giving them um, the essentials, the basics, and then finding out what they want to do with this with their life. And that's the, you know, as as healthcare now is, you know, again, COVID put the spotlight on so many things and the gaps that were out there. Uh, we start, we, we pull back and start focusing on the T and STEM once again, because that's where our, our expertise came from. Now, for those that are not aware of what STEM is, I mean, it's, 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 almost everywhere now in, in education, or it's getting there, thankfully. Uh, it's, it's, it's a push towards science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and ingraining those, I guess, four curriculums into... Into, into the, an acronym. Into an acronym, <laughs> everything. <laughs> we deal in a lot of acronyms yes. on the show. So STEM, and, and primarily for Mission Ignite, it's the T, the, techno- the technological side of STEM. Right. Um, and, and in 2018, I mentioned that we, ha- that we uh, moved to Mission Ignite as our name, uh, even though we're still Com- Computers for Children Incorporated. Uh, the, the basis for that is that we were doing so many more things. And after COVID, obviously, that was just a couple of years after that. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, we, we will, along with partners, distribute computers and, and do training programs. Uh, January through March of 2020, we distributed a couple hundred computers from January to December, it was upwards of 2,000 computers. And so hmm. in, in, that, in that mix, it really showed how, you know, our, our communities are working, our, our, our world. It's not just even our nation. It's our world and, and the gaps of, of folks that were, were left behind. Uh, one of our partners is Sayest Education. Uh, they do an amazing job of helping students uh, with college tuition, and um, during the uh, the COVID, uh, I had foundations. Um, I have mayor. I have uh, say yes. That was saying you know college students were returning home, and they didn't have a number of things. They didn't have a computer, mm-hmm. and they didn't have access to internet. And so we were all scampering to find the solutions, and that's where our team came in and became part of the essentials that during COVID we're allowed to come in and work and and I and they and they really took our took those numbers and of computers that we had in house and we were we were desperate for computers. Uh, and and were able to retrofit to to get them into homes and lives of the students that were returning. Um, but as we have grown through COVID, more and more um I would say assumptions that our senior population can oh just your your healthcare you can do right. this how do you do that uh, how do you go to the internet and find whatever your life needs are mm-hmm. and so through that we have expanded our program to expand but focus right uh, and so the focus is it, we're, we're, we've labeled it as our tech 360 program which provides digital literacy. Uh, it provides an assessment as to where folks are, where they're coming through this program. And then uh, as as part of the, the completion of the program, they have a computer that they can take home. And so we're, we're trying to address uh, all the, the pieces of it, um, in, including 
awareness about, you know, what providers are in their area, how to use the Internet. Uh, sometimes uh, there's an assumption that, oh, there's Internet on that computer you're giving us. <laughs> and so, how do I get on the Internet? It, Where do I, do I just push, push a button and, exactly, and it magically happens? Exactly. And, and so with phones, it, it's, in, you know, it's embedded in right. there. So right. you don't feel the, the experience pain of paying for that. But in a home setting – there's that choice, right. and so how do you how do you take f- folks from being non-users to understanding the importance of being a user and adopting technology as part of your life? And we've taken that out as a part of our curriculum to say, uh, what is it that this group needs? And uh, Liz Workington, who's our, our um, program director, uh, she's you know she's understanding, and we'll take our curriculum and, and um, turn it to some sensitivities to that population that we're serving. For example, we did a program at First Baptist, um, Shiloh, First Baptist Church, mm-hmm. uh, with with seniors. And we realized uh, that, you know, it was because of the pastor and him saying, oh, we need our congregation to understand technology. And so he was bringing folks in that were more senior, and they went through the this this project. Well, you, 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 you're... Addressing two glaring needs, I think, in, in society, in our current society, you brought up COVID. We really, truly realized just they're, they're, they're necessary evils, I, I call mm-hmm. them, technology is, mm-hmm. because it's, it, it keeps us always too connected. But mm-hmm. at the same time, during COVID, we had no means of, of physical connectivity. We had no means of, of, of seeing people or, or gathering together. You mentioned uh, parishes. They had to do virtual exactly. Zoom services. And if you don't know how to turn on a computer or get on, how how can you how, – how can you – there's an isolation there too, right. a disconnectivity. Right. And uh, the way I found out about Mission Ignite and, and the Computer for Children – Computer for Children's Incorporated was that the Tech 360 program. And, and um, we I, you're partnering with a number of organizations – faith-based organizations. I wanted to, uh, hopefully, they're a group that, that are doing great, great things in, in Western New York. I want to have them on. They were supposed to be here today, but unfortunately, not able to. Uh, Buffalo Dream Center. Right. Uh, Pastor Eric Johns is is helping you, I guess, connect to some of these these necessary communities that, that need these resources. Yeah, and, and, what, and that's just an example of one partnership. Uh, our Tech360 program, uh, it also incorporates that we'll come alongside of a nonprofit or a faith-based agency or um, a um, school that is looking to provide to their constituents the Tech360 training. But we just before COVID, we wrote an AmeriCorps grant that would uh, allow us to have more resources that we could train folks and what digital literacy means and then deploy them. And when I say deploy, it means that they are actually embedded into that community center or that um, after-school program or that faith-based training program. So we're trying to come alongside of people who really reach the the high need populations. And all age groups. And all age groups. Which is huge because we talked about our seniors, our elderly, the, the youth, but also in between. How about those that are job? new Americans yes. and uh, and those folks that are, 
you know, they, maybe they haven't been, you know, um, brought along uh, in the school setting to understand software application, but they're they're heading on to college and they just need to understand some of the basics because there's an expectation that or you know. Just getting through to any government agency nowadays, it's it's the phone. The phones are are unfortunately no longer the, the prime. Right. way to contact it's it's all it's all digital so when you look at phones versus a computer that's invested in your home uh the phones are an amazing source and and uh, i look at it that is intake right we can find out information uh or call but to produce anything that is outgoing like a mm. resume or job application mm-hmm. or taking courses online where you need to be responsive through a website it's so much easier when you can open up your computer and log in and log on. Um, I got I got many jobs nowadays through LinkedIn. Right, and that's that's a sh- huge but, uh, resource. But responding, you know, yep. um, and the the smartphone versus a you someone's know, responding. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> responding. Uh, but there, you know, there's so much that is that relies on how to use something, and and it's. We find that it's easier for folks to look at a large screen and, you know, access that way, especially as new learners. And the other thing we've experienced is that when we invest a computer in the home is that it's not only for the person who goes through our Tech 360 program. Are there young people that are going through their school uh, and at 3 o'clock have homework that's virtual, right? right. So it's it's virtual desktops now. Uh, and... Uh, do you have enough computers in your home to satisfy that? We used to be content with just one computer. I mentioned my first right. computer on Christmas Day. It became the family computer. Yes. And I remember the, the minor squabbles that would ensue when my mom wanted to work on WordPerfect. Yeah. I'm really eight, <laughs> you are da- aging yourself. yourself right here. <laughs> WordPerfect, Windows uh, 95, all the – I remember when you'd get a whole – stack of CD-ROMs. Mm-hmm. That's another mm-hmm. thing from the, the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and floppy disks, but mm-hmm. you'd have to share one computer. And now it's almost an expectation that everyone, if you don't have a phone, you have a tablet or, or a laptop. Uh, during during the pandemic, we had uh, students learning off of off offline or online rather, and they needed they needed some means to connect. So right, I mean, it, it goes without saying how important how once again necessary evils but yes, yes. Uh, but they but like every piece of technology uh a lot of good comes from from this and and, and a lot of necessities are, are addressed when when you have that connectivity and just to just to kind of i got some some numbers off i, I believe your website 92 percent of jobs require computers I, it's and that grows daily yeah you know yeah. we I found that to be yes <laughs> And so if you imagine yourself, um, maybe it's a company that is is um, aging out uh, and you have to find a new industry, right? Mm-hmm. And so where do you – how do you go to school? How do you um, re-engineer yourself? Um, and we've, we've found that not only is it helpful when we're investing with partners in the community uh, – as agencies that can get to folks, we also have within house our we have a warehouse and a tech department that if you're inclined as one of those um, tinkerers, uh, those retired engineers, all those folks that want to do something great, we have an environment that 
uh, speaks to that. So Excellent. we bring in those corporate computers, we tear them apart, we add in more RAM, we'll update them with software, uh, scrub them up, get the you know Department of Defense, um, lang- you know the the language for those those business donors and get them back out into our programs, which um, it's essentially is our Tech 360 program, which we're running now. You got yeah. a few tinkerers in this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw our, our engineer Jared Urban walking around, and that's one of the hopefully the biggest he's nodding. Tinkerers. Maybe he's I nodding. I think so. <laughs> I, 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 yep, thumbs up. There's Jerry. Um, and and I I I'm on the software side. I I think I know my way around a computer on software. I'm I'm a PC guy. Just to put it out there. Sorry, you Mac users, but on the hardware side, that's it's that's another a, industry. It's another world. I'd love to at some point build my own computer. That's a big thing now that you're talking about the 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 kids, kids are now they're gravitating to that field a lot right. sooner than 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 I did, and I mean the the draw is a lot of times your your esports, your gaming, and right. and whatnot. But um, but I I'm 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 huge on STEM because I feel like it's it's reassessing our needs as a, as a society. Uh, a lot of our jobs are now digitally inclined and. Um, I, 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 and not so much for the youth, but for the older generation, as these jobs and industries change, it's so imperative that they change along with it. Right. I, I don't want to, it sometimes sounds like, oh, get with the times, old man. No, no. It's, it's, it's more about engi- re-engineering yourself to understand the principles and those things that are you, you have access to. And, and what used to be, my goodness, I remember when the calculators first came out, my dad had it. It was huge. It looked like it looked like a tablet size. I don't, I don't, I'm not uh, making any assumptions, but the, 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 the paper roll <laughs> yeah. and then you could go back and check your work. So, you know, and now you, you get a calculator and you look at it and go, well, I have my phone. What do I need that yeah. for? Yeah. Uh, so You can get a scientific calculator on your phone. I remember I had a TI-83 exactly. growing up and that was... The height of technology at one point. So you know we're we're adapting, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a fit for everyone. And I and I know that you know when we talk about our hardware department, that's actually a place where folks can learn how to use those basic principles of um, how do I put it together and how how do then I plug it in and I read the diagnostics and make it work. Those are all things that you know if we look at what's coming in the future. The software and the coding, mm-hmm. that's one side of things. But who's going to fix it? Right. Right? And I know that folks Geek think, Squad only goes up to <laughs> – can only work so much. <laughs> and so we essentially have what is considered a Geek, geek Squad. Um, and as we develop our, you know, our tech desk and things that will be helpful as we grow and, and move on, we're, we're looking for those unique individuals. And there's a place for them. At, at the at our headquarters here in, in Buffalo, we're uh, we're in the Larkin district. So I can really just go and and start tinkering along with you can all you the can. rest of the tinkerers. You can you can learn how to how to solder in a, a motherboard and it, you know RAM and, and it is it is amazing and 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 they don't let me back there you know. Cause, you know, but you're the boss. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't let her touch. They're working. It. Yeah. So, uh, but the the team that is there, they're 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 aligned in that, and that's how you know they were made. Is that 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 is a, a, just a, a beautiful principle that they can understand these things, pull together, put back together. Like Kubrick, who it's reverse runs engineering, our, which is it's it's a wonderful thing. How things work. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been. Do you know creating. there's a T-shirt out there that says, "I know things and I can fix it." 
And and so I feel like I want to get every single one of our, and I'm going to lovingly it. give them a, a, the name because we call them our geeks, uh, the T-shirt. because Which is now a, a new, there's a new... There's a new uh, love for that word. Oh, uh, I geeks are, appreciate. are back in the day. Geeks were your pocket protector. Oh, appreciate that. Nerds. That's yeah. also taking on a new life of its own. Yeah. I like to think of myself at times as a nerd, and I'll say that openly. It's but awesome. now, but back in like middle school, high school, you didn't want to be a nerd. Now it's you know, now it's, there's it's funny how things. Yeah, and I think there's like always that. that you know that movie of like you know the picked on kid, but then they grow up and it's like we oh. have revenge of the nerds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think that there's that experiential, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just shout out to our college students that are uh, in IS. That the other side is IT, and so we look for those people that you know are on their way to. I want to be a network engineer. I want to be those, you know, um, those. That's the folks that you know really appreciate our world when they walk back there and just see the stacks and stacks of computers ready to be worked on. And I, I mean, it's Whole all banquet of of things to sink their teeth There's into. nothing perfect back there. And that's the that is the beauty of the fix it world is that if you find the those things that we can make it better and get it to, to where it's at a standard of operations that is acceptable, then we're, you know, that's a golden place to be because then we can invest it in our programs and then we can help a home. And so with with that, you know, that's that's why our corporations are so, so important in this, this play. They need that trained workforce. Uh, and we're trying to be on the, the starting end to say, hey, let let you know, let us be part of that entry to that. Uh, and so, you know, we have partners like Highmark who donates hundreds of computers. Um, Biotech just uh, they went through they were a science lab during uh, COVID that uh, just donated laptops to us, uh, a couple hundred of them. And uh they weren't very old, and that was a huge donation for us. So, as you know, I'm talking to our, you know, our, our CFOs and our CIOs and CTOs to say, you know, don't forget about the work that we do because it's truly important. And I know that there's a lot of folks out there that are recyclers, but we're gonna we're gonna take the the first first fruits and try and reinvest them into something that's going to really help your company down down the road. You think of how many times we phase out of out of hardware. We do a hardware flush and just bring in a new upgraded uh, system. But uh, all those computers have to go somewhere, and I'm glad they're going to folks like you and folks in our community that that might not have that first computer. Right. And so, uh, you know, with the whole discovery of what COVID exposed is that there were coalitions that started to evolve. And I'm part of the Western New York Digital Equity Coalition, as well as the New York State um, Network of Coalitions. And we're working along with New York Connect All Office to really put a plan together for New York State. Well, this is a good tease for the second half of our conversation because we spoke about hardware, right. getting that, that PC, getting that, that laptop. We're going to talk about how to get connected right after this break. But I'm here with Christine Carr, Farm, Carr Pharmacy. Uh, she's the Executive Director of Mission Ignite. And we'll be back on Buffalo What's Next after this. You already love WBFO The Bridge on HD Radio, the app, and your smart speaker. Now you can listen to The Bridge on WBFO, your NPR station. Listen Saturdays from 8 to midnight 
on WBFO 88.7. Listen to All Things Considered each weekday starting at 4 p.m. on WBFO. Do you absolutely love Masterpiece, Antiques Roadshow, PBS NewsHour, great performances, and other amazing shows on WNED-PBS? But you're not always in front of your TV when they're on. Don't miss them. You can stream the channel live wherever you are in Western New York by visiting wned.org live or Use the WNED PBS app. Hey, is this thing on? Test, test, one, two. Sounds great. Let's go. The podcast world is overflowing with more than 750,000 podcasts to choose from. But for great local podcasts, you can now go to one place, the new Amplify BTPM Pods app. Here you can discover content produced in Western New York and Southern Ontario, our own backyard. With a wide variety of genres to choose from, there is something for everyone. Listen to the best independently produced podcasts in the region anywhere, anytime. Download the free Amplify BTPM Pods app wherever you get your apps and begin exploring your local podcast community now. Watch great videos produced by your public media stations online. Find Buffalo Toronto Public Media on YouTube and check out interviews by our WNED classical hosts, original productions from WNED PBS, and so much more. This is Buffalo What's Next, where we have conversations with the community about moving forward. To have your voice heard, press the Talk to Us button on the WBFO app and we'll work to get your questions and comments on the air. Join us on Twitter at WBFO or email us at news at WBFO.org. Together, we'll have the conversations that are needed. This is WBFO, your NPR station. And welcome back to Buffalo What's Next. I'm Lorenzo Rodriguez, and I'm here with Christine Carr Pharmacy. She's the executive director of Mission Ignite, formerly Computer for Children, Computers for Children Incorporated, but now... Where, where once it was, hey, let's get computers to all kids everywhere in our community. It's now, let's get computers to everyone that needs it. And also, let's get them on board. Let's get them, let's get them uh, literate, computer literate. Uh, there's that, that every day, that, that, that divide, that digital divide, that's the big buzzword, keeps expanding. Even for, for folks like me that consider themselves pretty, pretty technologically savvy, uh, I can only imagine for those that don't have that knowledge base, and Christine, your 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 organization is doing some great work with that. We talked about the hardware components of the of the program and getting getting like Tech 360 at the end of that, the completion of that, getting your your hopefully your first PC, your first laptop, your first computer uh, or tablet. Uh, I didn't get to to praise you on on some of these numbers, but over 800 students already helped so far. That might, that might have changed. Oh, my goodness. And that was just that, one of our programs. That's yeah. just one? Yeah, oh. yeah. How many students would you say? Well, it's been around since... 1997. Yeah, 97. 97? So 27 so. years. It's been... It's been it's More been, than that. Yeah, thousands of students. But the, the important number, I think, that, you know, we're, we've, we've probably invested over 40,000 computers into our community in the western New York area. Wow. Um, and, and I spoke about how important the corporations are to understanding that, and they have really played alongside of us. Um, you know, they... the. 
the opportunity to provide digital equity is uh, it's an honor and a privilege, uh, but it is a, a long learned experience here. Hmm. And so uh, with that, you know, I mentioned that there, you know, COVID had brought together um, people. And so with that, during 2020, we had so many calls online and we started creating coalitions. Um, and the Western New York Digital Equity Coalition, uh, which is one coalition of, I think, nine coalitions throughout New York State, wow. uh, works towards some, you know, some of the conversations that we're having in the community and uh, bringing in the right partners. And certainly one of the things that um, has been reorganized has been the Broadband Office of New York State. Uh, the The opportunity to look at what happened during COVID, what kind of information and and assets do we need so that everyone is able to have access and understanding and um, use this this thing called technology for their life. But it stems with broadband. So part of the solution that uh, we just heard from, you know, the the uh, White House was mm-hmm. that there was forty two point four five billion billion with a B. Yeah, and that and, that went to states. It's going to states that don't have these. That have these rural areas that have these non connected areas. Correct. And so and we're getting a part of that. Part. So it's it's twofold. It's twofold. So not only is it a broadband and the connectivity piece for it, but it's also um, slated for digital equity and those that side of training and mm-hmm. equipment and tech support. And so when you look at technology and the proverbial, we used to be a three-legged stool now it's five legs, <laughs> but the you know and, it, and it's security, right? So yep. uh, when we talk about seniors and how, how to address well they hear all the the ill that right. yeah, goes on in the internet you get now we said the the, the necessary evil uh you get all the spam robocalls right. you get the text uh spam it, 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 it's it's that, that it's daunting right. it's daunting and, and so what's good and what's bad and mm-hmm. and so part of our program is that you know that education piece of it but i think i think that Again, that spotlight was really focused on the fact that there were those people that were users and those people that didn't have and the and those people that weren't adopters. So we're the the two places where this money is focused are the people that don't have, right? The mm-hmm. connectivity, the equipment, the literacy, and then those that need the training to to uh to make that part of their life. Um, and so with that, you know, we're working alongside of the um, Connect All office uh, and the, the uh, what's an acronym, NTIA and, <laughs> and uh, NDIA. And so all these, these agencies have come to the table uh, and it's through the FCC that these funding are being, are coming down to each state. Well, New York State their slice of $42.45 billion is $664 million. Not so bad. That, not it, bad. It's not bad. So that right now the state is working really hard 
with the coalitions, not only Western New York, but the coalitions all over New York State, to try and get that information because they've got to put a plan together. And unless you have all the data, Mm -hmm. like with the census, unless you participate and say, I don't don't have internet. It's too expensive for me. It's too – whatever it is that's ailing you – uh, if if they get it into this survey, then they can't address it. And we have a deadline of Friday to try and get everybody. This Friday. Uh, this Friday. This Friday. Now, I already took the survey. I already know how to do this. But for those that, that need to hear this, uh, what is the survey? What does it entail? Where can they go uh, to, to help get that, collect that data, that necessary data to get the proper funds to us? Yeah. So there's um, there is a link. Which you know, if you have a, if you're fortunate to have a computer and you can help someone, uh, there's a URL that uh, was listed. Um, I have it here. I think okay. it's HT. Well, do we have to put the HTTP? No, you don't have okay. to do that. See, that's or that's, even www. Or even the www. Right, dot. So. Uh, it's bit bit dot ly forward slash. That's from I always say from right to left. Connect all hyphen survey. Correct. correct? Yes. Uh, and that is a way that you can go on and you, you can even take it on a phone. So there's an app for that. <laughs> and so, but the but have your voice heard. There are so many folks out there that are, you know, they just they just want to learn, or yeah. they just want to, you know, have access to a computer and learn. Or I I just can't afford internet, so I'm I am limited by my phone. For me, it was the speed. Uh, I'm, right. I'm I'm just it's first world problems for me. I I, I got to D, I, I came from DC from mm-hmm. the DMV area to here to Western New York, and uh, first thing I I noticed uh, I was just wasn't getting the speeds that we had back back home back in in, in DC. Uh, so I I I started this process uh, uh, when I first got there because it's one of the first things you do when you get set up anywhere is all right I need I got I got my electricity I got my gas, internet. Right. Nowadays that's that it's those three now. And uh, I realized they just they capped this at, at a certain uh, uh, bit rate, and uh, I, I I was I was I was spoiled. I wanted my my gig and and, and some change, but uh, and I found out that I'm on Grand Island, so the fiber optic lines haven't been placed out there. Right. So I'm assuming that that's also part of this this initiative. It is, and you know, us, you so may- it's not just for those that are super needy, but also the ones the the haves and the have-nots. But the haves, if you want that extra juice, that's also part of it, right? So I think that you know, in this in this pl- forward path, uh, trying to get those that don't have connectivity to have connectivity, I think is, mm-hmm. is number one. And I know that like Erie County has um, ErieNet, which, you know, the, the model is that it's going to connect with each of the mis- municipalities, kind of like a, if you drew a line around mm-hmm. Erie County and then a, and then a pipe to one of your, your township or your, your rural area. A library or yeah. a police station. Or... Right. Anything that's munis- municipality Owned, and it's their going to be their job and their responsibility to work with providers um, in this in this model. I, I believe. Got it. Uh, but imagine if every county did that, and we could put this together like a puzzle piece. Yep. That would be one of the things that would really move this this needle. Um, and I know we've we've been working with you know like big companies 
that are trying to figure it out, like ECC Technologies. Uh, they're doing statewide surveys and there's providers. Greenline, green and so there's Greenlight, which is green actually light. a Thank provider. You. That's a different. That's different than the the scenario but of there, those. A lot companies. of these providers are trying to get this off the ground so that they can also help. I mean, there everyone's everyone's getting getting is, is working to to get this so that everyone can can flourish. Right, uh, but. Uh, especially as you mentioned, just I I, I remember the, the feeling of getting connected for the first time. Back then, it was AOL. I got my mm-hmm. my AOL CD ROM mm-hmm. and logged in. I'm, I'm and you like, sang the song uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> with the with the with the fifty six k dial up. Actually, fifty six came later on. I think I had a was it thirty six the, the slower it. one. Yeah. Um, and then DSL and what have you, on and on and on. But just the 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 joy of being able to. Talk in a chat room or download. Uh, at that time, it was all 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 things that a kid would want to download on, on on Nickelodeon and 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 Disney channels. Uh, but uh, just the wealth of information and and everything that comes with the internet uh, for everyone to have that. And now the 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 the, the other side of it, not just only for leisure, but the necessities, all the, like right. you, you, if you if you need to communicate with your doctor, or your healthcare provider, you need to have a portal. Kids sign in. for education, and and one of the things mm-hmm. that we know is that schools, you know, they have a, they have a lot of responsibility just at the school. They, they struggle to solve home, right? So, and it's really not their job to solve no. home. So how do you come to the table? And I think that that's part of what is being addressed, at, and what we're we're playing a, a large part with. Uh, with the coalitions is to try and get the information so that we can we can provide that narrative. When you have the information and you cited some people, you know, that how many jobs require, mm-hmm. we, we need that same information from how many homes don't have internet, how many homes don't have a computer, how is it too expensive for you? And that's what the survey goes through, right? So there's how do we get to- There's affordable connectivity programs, right? There's, there's so many options there, here to help folks get on. It's just the knowledge of knowing this is out there. Right. And and I think you just referred to what something is called ACP. Mm-hmm. And ACP is a um, subsidiary program that allows for folks that um, need help getting on the internet. They can go through a provider and get a lower um, cost to that provider. Um, do, will it end at some point? Probably. But in the interim, if we if you use it even for you know six months to a year and lower your bills, mm-hmm. you could at least use this as a way to increase your knowledge of what the internet can provide and get a good starting base. A, yes, mm-hmm. and it, and as we as we move together, uh, we also look at what is digital equity. That's also part of part of all this this um, funding that's coming together. So I think that, you know, the, the solution for the connectivity, but then the other side where I really live, which is the digital adoption and equity side of, of um, the, the solution, is how do we get everyone to experience what they need to and the the, the not only the skills, but then those resources. How do you connect? 
What do you connect to? How do you use your how computer? How do I open up the, that, that cursed email? <laughs> how do I get on and get my email? You know, and for our, our new Americans, um, they want they enjoy seeing folks that are back in their homeland. Yeah. Uh, and how does that connect family and home? And we learned through COVID that, you know, I, I don't think people knew what Zoom was. <laughs> right? And, and so that Right. Uh, I had a I have a had a conversation with one of the newly uh, new immigrants here in Western New York, mm-hmm. and they're able to communicate via, with me and and back home and in, in, in this case in Nicaragua, WhatsApp. Right. And that's something that I, my mom just got on WhatsApp. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a sensitive subject. We don't want to talk about it because now I get nothing but but messages <laughs> through WhatsApp. But it's everywhere it's- that we look. And we, you know, you look at the social medias and and the Facebooks, and and that was the one way I think in the early early stages of how this can bring together and mm-hmm. and how our how our family that you know you you were in For- Florida once upon a time how do you stay connected with somebody yep. in New York or California or Minnesota or you know what wherever it is um, and that that provided that that platform so. On our travels, we have, you know, we love STEM. We love what it means to bring kids and people through STEM. Uh, but we realized that we needed to take a pause and be very narrowly focused on those things that could really help fill the gap between what's happening at the the municipality level and the government level and those fundings to our back tech room and the corporations that have donated those laptops to help um, put into our programs to our communities that are really reaching uh, the populations that serve the need. And through the, through this, you know, again, we've labeled it our Tech 360, uh, but the Tech 360 has the T in STEM. Mm-hmm. And so we're not outside of our mission. We're very focused on this mission. And uh, we look to be a, a good a good uh, piece of the solution to this community nation global process. A computer is very is a great tool, but nowadays you have to have it connected to the internet. And as a as a member of the Western New York Digital Inclusion and Equity Coalition, I just wanted to give another opportunity to mention that survey because once again, there's money there to be to be dispersed. We just need to know where. So where can they go? You, oh, it's bit.ly forward slash from right to left connect all hyphen or the, the line survey s-u-r-v-e-y i have to sometimes as i'm reading it i'm like all right i have to explain it because like i would to my mother right uh, write it down <laughs> uh you know the old good old-fashioned paper and pen <laughs> or go to the google machine or the and, google and yeah. look up uh connect all that uh, is true. That is EerieNet and, and Connect All that, that are doing this. Um, we have a few more minutes here, Christine. I, I wanted to get into some some other other of the, the programs. I mean, I, there's some there's some fun to be had here because um, I'm, I'm saving that for the, the, the end of our show. But um, some of the other STEM initiatives that you you provide to some some of the grades, the grade school uh, children from five to, to all the way to senior year. Uh, I was looking through here. You've got uh, celebrating the, the, the advances women in, have made in STEM, women in computer science, social media behavior and cyberbullying, very important in my mind uh, as, a, as a father of two, two girls that are eventually going to have a lot of access to these things uh, and, and, and the threat of, of cyberbullying. These are all 
fantastic programs. There's one that, that got, caught my eye, but I'm going to let you kind of give me a, a quick run through of, of, of some of these. Yeah, so uh, Runway Robots was... <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, it was our... our our um, solution to how do we appeal to more young people? And we were really f- focusing on, on, on gals and how do we get more girls in tech, right? And so uh, we did a survey and we found out that, you know, fashion, go figure, right, yeah. was a um, w- was a high note in, in uh, what attracted gals. And, said, and so we, we morphed a fashion... Um, program that highlighted um, like mood boards and but all digital right mm. and and then we had them craft up a model like out of, and it's a basic essentially a paper doll figure a digital then, mannequin a digital mannequin and then it was a f- it was fixed to one of our our robots like our mind our mindstones which would oh yeah the lego mindstones the lego mindstones oh, i'm so, so glad those are still around and we and they would program them to run the runway and so it was. It was a. It was an amazing program, and we look forward to the day that we're we're investing again in that direction. Are we going to have a robot uh, runway show? We. That's exactly what it will be. Yes. <laughs> See, I love that. And, I, I, I had you mentioned mindstorms, and my eyes. You, people at home, my eyes perked up because that's one of the ways I started getting into like a coding or just like step by step engineering. Exactly. Of, it's all system. Uh, uh, order of operations. Order of operations, and and so with that, you know, we we also um, tried to find ways that we were attract that we were attracting young people, uh, and so you know, our hardware reconstruction is is always a a good fit if they do software and hardware and can build a computer as their tool that goes back with them. It's kind of like sweat equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're learning and, and receiving. Um, Cybersecurity, that's huge for anybody. And so where Students, we, adults. we put that into play is in our Tech 360. So how do we, and, and we address that generation, right? So mm-hmm. for young people, it might be a little different than our, our senior generation. Um, and and so how do we integrate all these things into a, a, a way in a space? And so our Tech 360 tries to come around to to that packaging. And I really want to just give a shout out to Connor Wilson, who not only wrote those, those stories on our website about women in tech, but he is also now our um, Tech 360 program coordinator. And he can align your agency or your church or your school with a Tech 360 program. Uh, and you can get a hold of him by, you know, it's his first name, C-O-N-N-E-R, at missionignite.org. Christine, you're a great leader because you. I've I've, I've counted. I think three shoutouts in yes. today's. Uh, that that that's how you do it. You gotta you gotta spread spread the love around, spread the, the credit around, uh, so they can reach out to Connor. We have about five minutes so left. Sure. But uh, if they want to get involved with uh, any of these programs, where can they go? So our website has contact information uh, on it. We have, a, you know, a, a phone system, but I can tell you that an email works quite fast, faster. But for those that are still uh, in the need, uh, it's 716-823-7248. And wait, wait, one more time. I'm writing it down at home. What is 716-823-7248. it? 716-823-7248. 
uh, and just you know push one of the prompts that are there, and it'll take you to this, to somebody's voicemail, and we'll get back to you. But Connor is probably our key point person, uh, and his again his email address is Connor C O N N E R at mission m i s s i o n ignite i g n i t e dot org dot org not dot com dot that's org. another. I remember that I had to mm-hmm. explain that one to my mom. No, not .com. It's .org. It's for nonprofits. For .gov is for government. Right. Um, Christine, we have about three, four minutes, and yes. I wanted to get to something fun and also a little, you know, a little scary okay, and unknown here, here. So I get the sci-fi music going. <laughs> <laughs> but our, uh, well, I would say Twilight Zone, but okay. nowadays the kids know what is a Black Mirror. That's there the new is. Twilight Zone. There it is. But I want to read our description of today's uh, episode. Sure. We sit down with Christine Carr. Pharmacy, Executive Director of Mission Ignite, a group dedicated to promoting computer literacy and digital access. Christine is working towards easier internet connectivity for all members of Western New York. Discover her inspiring efforts to bridge the digital divide and empower students, teens, and adults with essential digital skills. Explore the transformative impact of digital education and learn about the innovative programs offered by Mission Ignite. Don't miss this enlightening Conversation on the future of digital literacy and its role in shaping Buffalo's progress. I didn't write that. That was uh, if I, I. This is the only one and only time, people, that I've done this. This is this is all ChatGPT here. Uh, it's Ooh. this is uh, I, I I take great and pride in my it. in my descriptions, but <laughs> I I put in a few few uh, descriptors, a few uh, pieces of information, and it went off and. I, I gave me at first it gave me like four paragraphs of a description. I go, no, 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 no. Can you make it one? And it sure enough, it condensed it into it one. Yeah. Uh, AI, artificial intelligence. That's one of those new yeah. frontiers that even for me, I'm I'm kind of hesitant to embrace. But here we are. Yes. Don't come taking my job, ChatGPT. <laughs> you know, uh, and again, I, I I am very cautious about that because I'm not an expert. Certainly, I'm a user, uh, just like you. D- you know, chat GP, you know, and and so you understand that there's something happening here. Uh, you've heard uh, probably the, uh, you know, the listening of "Hey Google," you know, right? <laughs> or you Siri, used Siri yep. you know. This is uh, on Google and and Siri on steroids. On it's, steroids, it's just... it is. And so you know, there's 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 good things that are going to come of it. So, for example to, you know, if you're, you're in need of help or something to that effect. Um, but, you know, the, also to be aware of those those apps that are taking advantage of people, yes. right, for voice and, and a lot of seniors, uh, that you to create that code word with your family so that you know what that that real word is and you're not you're speaking to your the right child, not somebody who's being, you know, misleading to you. Um, but you know, if there's more to learn about this, and uh, so just have a watchful eye. And as we look at the workforce, and that's really what we're we're focused on. I, I say mm-hmm. hyper focus on it and the workforce of tomorrow. It, it's all about what we're doing today, and, and understanding and understanding it. today, so as to be able to then get to tomorrow and and the AI of tomorrow. <laughs> and and to understand, you know, that AI may come, but somebody's built that and somebody's got to fix it. And so where we sit is in that gap. So invest in in uh, what we're doing here today at Mission Ignite and become a part of it. And, beca- and be ready for tomorrow. There you are. Christine Carr Barmacy, thank you so very much, Executive Director of Mission Ignite. 
Uh, thank you all for joining us today on Buffalo What's Next. I'm Lorenzo Rodriguez. Hope you're here tomorrow with us. Uh, but you've been listening to Buffalo What's Next on WBFO and WBFO HD1 Buffalo, WOLN Olean, and WUBJ Jamestown, your NPR station. <laughs>